Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. This is the space that I like to host. We explore different topics, we share stories, and even go into advice on navigating the complexities of modern day living. So today I want to talk about this feeling of FOMO. I did a poll on the YouTube channel to see if you guys wanted to talk about a wide range of topics. And this was one of those topics. Seeing acquaintances, seeing your peers, seeing your friends hit certain milestones in life, do certain things with their life or perhaps feeling like you're seeing your peers, your people in your similar demographic, people in areas you live, people that you went to high school with, people on social media, random people that you stumble across on the discovery pages, where people have been at this age in their life that might be older than you now or that you're getting advice or guidance from, that feeling of missing out, like you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing or like you're in the wrong place or in the wrong time or at the wrong time. It's a really common feeling. I don't think this is an age specific thing. I think that this is something that a lot of us, regardless of our age, regardless of our demographics can experience depending on the chapters of life that we consider ourselves to be in or the ages that we consider ourselves to be at. I guess you can't really consider yourself to be in an age. Although I do feel like your body can have an age and then your sense or your soul could definitely have its own or your spirit can have its own youthfulness to it, if that makes sense. I am already getting so far off of topic. The feeling of being out of place or like you're somehow missing out on something. Maybe in your job or your career, you're seeing your coworkers get promotions or your friends get promotions, your family members get promotions. Maybe you're watching 
your friends or people you knew when you gr were growing up start families or fall in love or get married or buy houses or start businesses or write books or go on crazy adventures around the world or win a Nobel Prize or have a giant discovery or, you know, save a million dogs from dog shelters or start an animal sanctuary farm or I don't know, whatever it is. Like there is so much communication and connection in today's world and it can be a beautiful thing, but it can be a double edged sword too, because you can sit there and know what your best friend is up to, what the person that sat behind you in math class 10 years ago is up to, and what a stranger that you've never met before in your life, but that is, you know, has accumulated a following online is up to, and then suddenly or subconsciously be comparing what you're up to, to all of these things. Maybe you're single and you're watching everybody fall in love. Maybe due to financial reasons or for other reasons, you're stuck and you can't travel and you're watching all of these people travel the world or have these amazing experiences or live, you know, backpack and by hostel to hostel and that's your dream, but it's not what you're doing right now. You're in a different phase or maybe in the prep phase, if you will. An example, I have extreme Taylor Swift era's concert FOMO and the issue being that I feel like even if the era's tour came, actually, no, I feel like I'm in a place now that I could go and leave my son. When Taylor first announced her tour, I remember being gutted and just feeling like these two things can't align right now. Like I wasn't in a place to be able to leave my son as a new mom. That's another kind of FOMO too, actually, for anybody that's out there that is a new mom and is having a sense of FOMO maybe for friends that you have that aren't moms and are off doing things or maybe the freedom you used to have and vice versa. There can be people that are out there feeling like they have this sense of FOMO of wanting to be a mom, wanting to start a family and not being in that stage yet or actively trying for that stage. You know, there's so many different experiences or ways that we can, in a similar thread, have this similar feeling of missing something. And watching somebody else have it can almost amplify that feeling. An interesting side or perspective or experience of FOMO too that I feel like maybe isn't discussed as often is not necessarily feeling like you're missing out on a milestone or missing out on a certain life event, but more so like you're missing out on a feeling. And this sense of FOMO doesn't necessarily come from wanting to check off the boxes or like use the same formula that somebody else has per se for their life, but more so watching somebody be, whether it's madly in love, watching somebody be very happy, very fulfilled, watching somebody be loved, like seeing somebody be loved through someone else's eyes. I remember seeing that years back and just being like, I wish, I wish I knew what it felt like to be loved like that. And sometimes, you know, the crazy thing about the fear of missing out on a certain feeling is that that might not actually be the reality or the experience, but it's like we're projecting what we assume it is to feel like in these circumstances, to feel loved, to feel happy, to feel fulfilled, to feel disciplined, to feel ambitious, to feel successful in whatever ways that we define those things or however picture, whatever pictures would, you know, come to life when we envision what the meaning of those words or those feelings are. It comes from, or it can come from this feeling of inadequacy or like we're not doing something right. Our choices or our circumstances or our present day moment isn't good enough and it's somehow our fault. Like we can internalize that and take other people's success, not necessarily personally, but we do make it personal. We suddenly feel like what we're doing in contrast and comparison to what somebody else is doing isn't enough. 
And there's like two ways of normally going with that. And sometimes we can do both, but oftentimes we flip for one or the other. On one hand, we can judge people that are doing the things that we really wanna be doing or are giving us these feelings of FOMO and almost try and pick people apart because of the things they're doing and how it makes us feel inadequate. And that's just a power dynamic. That's just us trying to win the power back. If you've done that before, we've all done that before. So don't beat yourself up for it. It's just becoming aware of noticing yourself do it. Like if you see somebody that's gorgeous and you suddenly want to pick apart her flaws or you see somebody that's in love and you're like, oh, that relationship's probably fake anyway. Or you see somebody successful and you're like, oh, they probably don't do all that work themselves. You know, they've probably had help or like something along the way you know if you can flip your mindset into those situations instead to not necessarily then internalize it and be like oh they work hard I'm not a hard worker that person's beautiful I'm not or what was the other example I just gave I don't know but just the the two directions our brain tends to go in is to pick that person apart or to pick ourselves apart. Because the only way that our brains can rationalize that we're missing out on that thing is that they've either done something wrong to get it or we haven't done something right to get it. Telling yourself that you're never going to achieve that isn't going to help you achieve it. And picking apart the reason why somebody else has achieved something or why you might be projecting they might not have even achieved the thing you think they have, but like you're projecting, let's say, the feeling of success on somebody else. And none of this helps us get what we really need or solve the problem of feeling FOMO, especially in the present moment. And let me remind you that there actually is something you can do in the very moment that you're experiencing FOMO to help ease that feeling a little bit, or let's say melt into that feeling and let it pass through you. Because anytime we catch this feeling, we definitely have tools in today's day and age. We definitely can work through this feeling well enough to at least release it from our grasp to get back to what we do have. And we're going to go into that in just a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Just because you haven't gotten that thing or felt that thing doesn't mean you won't eventually. Just because you haven't doesn't mean you never will. Everybody was born and brought into this life at such a unique time 
under such unique circumstances. There is nobody else on the planet like you. And I know that this is cliche and it has been said over and over again by definitely myself included, but it is really important to remind ourselves this when we get into this feeling of everybody else has it right, everybody else is figuring it out and we're not. That's not the case at all. In fact, a lot of the people that we tend to look at and feel a sense of FOMO from are probably feeling FOMO for for or from somebody else as well. And so reminding yourself that you cannot be replicated, your timeline, your story, your life cannot be replicated. If you had been born in anybody else's shoes or in anybody else's life, you wouldn't have those people that you hold the most dear to your heart or those relationships that mean the most to you, those memories that have meant the most to you and made you into the character and the, the being that you are today, the person that you are today, the gifts you have innately, the gifts that you've sharpened through your timeline and through your life from your experiences and you wouldn't have the goals and the blessings that are still lying ahead in your time and even right now in this moment that realization that we all you know we all know that but just reminding ourselves that can instantly release us from this feeling of we either have to belittle ourselves for not being good enough or pick apart somebody else for feeling like they're better than us for some reason because that's just not the case at all it's just our brains trying to solve the problem and we can give the brain better tools to do so. And I think it's also really important too to hold space for how much social media plays a role in this feeling. I took a little break from social media not too long ago. It was something that I challenged myself to do and did in the memberships as well. And one of the biggest feelings that I found the most interesting about it, and it wasn't like this huge aha moment or anything, but it was just this gentle sense of contentment that I had. Like I could go through my days and I wasn't actually wondering what anybody else was up to. I wasn't actually missing getting those updates. And I love social media. I loved coming back online, but it's something to definitely weigh in in terms of my day-to-day -day choices and how much I allow something to take up parts of my life. So with social media, we are constantly getting information that we wouldn't have otherwise. We are getting updates on what other people are doing when we would have no clue if we weren't on our phones. Even what other people are thinking, what other people's opinions are, a lot of the times, unless you actively seek out really you know, enjoyable content or really deep content or content that makes you think or that adds some sense of quality to your life, a lot of the times we're just kind of consuming fluff and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with consuming fluff. Normally we follow fluff or we want to consume fluff because our brains are already so saturated with our problems of the day or our responsibilities of the day. But again, it just, we have to hold space for the allowance of recognizing that being online, even if you're just there to consume some fluff to like let go of your day or there to consume some inspiration or motivation, that we cannot take one without the other. We cannot take, take the cake and eat it too. With having our cake and eating it, we are also digesting a lot of information about other people all of the time. And whether you're consciously doing it or subconsciously doing it, that's bound to bounce off a little bit of comparison somewhere along the way. And people are often only really showing the best of themselves, the best of their thoughts, the best of their days, the best of their opinions, maybe not the opinions actually. You can get into some pretty dark corners of the internet where people are sharing their worst of opinions, but it goes without saying that social media tends to be more of that highlight reel, more of those rosy colored glasses versions of our lives, more of us almost kind of presenting ourselves. They're like our life resumes, if you will. If life was a reality show and we were all, you know, putting in our contestant submissions to be a part of it, 
that would be our social media presence. It's like, this is who I am in this reality show called life on earth. And so a lot of the times and not all of the time, but definitely for the most part, we tend to share the really good, the really happy. We share the adventures. We share the good moments, the things we're grateful for, but we don't always share. We don't always see the vulnerability that goes behind these moments, the work and the effort, the failures along the way, how hard times can be for certain people. Like, I do think that there is a reason behind that. I feel like even myself over the years, I've slowly reformed, I guess, what I feel safe sharing on the internet and what I don't anymore. And I look back on some of my older content where I was really, really open about where I was at with my mental health or what I was struggling with or like fully crying on the internet. And I'm like, oh, it's a weird thing to like hold because sometimes I'm just like, oh man, why did I have to share that on the internet? At the same time though, I think that there is some value in sometimes getting to see a little bit more behind the veil or behind the mask or behind the curtain that we sometimes all present to the world. And there's nothing wrong with that veil or that mask or that curtain, by the way. My poor freaking therapist has had to go into so many conversations about this and like, what is authenticity on the internet? Because there has to be a level of boundary too. You're allowed to share what you want to share and so are other people. People don't have to show you their tough times. People don't have to share with you their harder feelings, their harder experiences or their vulnerabilities. But again, it's just allowing ourselves to be aware of that. Um, and if you do find people that are willing to share those vulnerabilities and share those things in a way that is actually, again, very beneficial, very wholesome, very humbling, like, oh, we're all really human. Okay, this is fine. Let's move on with life. It's good to keep those in your feed, but social media has completely changed the way that we interact with one another and so that definitely plays a huge role in the amount of FOMO that we're all experiencing and if you can limit your social media intake then I definitely feel like it can help with that feeling tenfold just as we tend to project onto other people's experiences what they might be feeling or what they might be harvesting if you will from that experience like again let's say you see someone who's fallen in love or is getting married or whatever and you're you're sitting there and you're projecting onto it that that person has it all figured out that person feels very comfortable they feel very loved or whatever it is like for the most part we tend to idealize and romanticize other people's lives just as much as we try to do our own and especially when we're only getting like 10 percent of somebody's life on the internet and this goes specifically for like the influencer culture but i feel like we have kind of unpacked this a lot online but just these this notion that we tend to kind of fill in the gaps you know we fill in the blanks of the people's lives that we see online or people, maybe even friends or people we used to know, people that aren't necessarily influencers but that we find inspirational or aspirational. We fill in the gaps and we assume that they don't have struggles or problems or deal with a lot of the hardships that we might be dealing with or other people deal with. And that's again, just not the case. There is no necessary fix to that. It's just again, being aware of that and catching yourself when you're like, romanticizing somebody else's life or filling in with assumptions of what you assume to be the reality behind the scenes. I think the other point that I want to make before moving on from social media too is that there's a sense of like urgency with social media as well and this was another thing I noticed when I took my break was that feeling or that freedom to not have to post or not have to go do something right away. Like being online and seeing that somebody let's say wrote a book or started a business or started a family creates a sense of urgency in ourselves because suddenly we feel like, oh my gosh, we need to be doing this now. We need to be doing this today. When we actually have so much more time than we really give ourselves the space for. And I think that comes from the fact that 
everything has changed so quickly, like so, so quickly in the last three years, in the last five years, in the last 10 years. And so we just assume, oh, if we're not doing that now, it won't matter in a couple years. Well, if it doesn't matter in a couple years, then why do you have to do it now? You know, that again, that idea and another tool you can take as a takeaway from this feeling of FOMO or how to deal with that feeling of FOMO. And I've mentioned this in many a coffee talks too, but it's because it's such a good freaking tool and such an easy release mindset that you can do that takes five minutes is to just imagine yourself being 80 or above and giving that version of you who would probably have so much FOMO for this version of you, giving that person back today. And you go into the rest of your day thinking like if 80 year old me had this health again, had this time again, had this, time again, as in like the difference between the time of today, but also having like the literal it being 2023 of April or May or whenever you're listening to this, maybe you're not even listening in 2023, but it being this specific era, this specific time on the planet to be able to get back this energy, to get back these circumstances, like that 80 year old version of you would be over the moon to have today. And that can, again, it's like reverse FOMO or flipping FOMO inside out because you're getting FOMO from yourself, from the future, and then using that mindset to release yourself from FOMO from the present. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you can let go of the urgency and remind yourself that if it doesn't matter to 80 year old me, it doesn't matter to this today me, present day me. And that goes for not just that sense of urgency of like, I need to be doing things now because they're not gonna matter or like people are way too far ahead of of me or whatever. Like again, 80 year old you would not want you to rush your story. 80 year old you would not want you to rush to the outcome and miss the journey, you know, whatever it is you're journeying to. Um, and also 80 year old you would know that you have it, you got it, you had it all figured out and you ended up totally fine. And if again, you could give yourself that notion or that knowing, even if you have to fake it till you make it, that's fine. But letting yourself know that, letting yourself affirm that within yourself will release that feeling of FOMO and open yourself up to and open your mindset up to the abundance in the present moment, the abundance that is currently waiting to be harvested in your life. It's like dangling fruit, but we miss it because we're looking so far out at what everybody else is doing. And when we're so focused on the far horizons and missing the opportunity dangling in our faces, we're in scarce mindset. We're in far mindset. We're thinking that everything's too far away, too hard, not enough, not for us. And because of that, we have tunnel vision and are missing all of the abundance around us right here, right now. So how do we deal with FOMO in a healthy way? I've got point forms for you so I don't tangent too much. The first is ask yourself or figure out what is the feeling you feel you're missing out on. Because a lot of the times when we have FOMO, that fear of missing out is coming from a feeling that we're really missing. It's like, are you feeling like you're not included? That's an example for me when I think about the Taylor Swift Eras Tour. Yes, this is my example for this podcast, but I have been watching lots of Taylor Swift Eras Tour content and the thought that I would miss out on such a chapter of one of my favorite artists' life and also miss out on like screaming lover folklore evermore and midnights in real time with Taylor Swift, like that would hurt me a little bit. It gives me the feeling of missing out or like I'm not being included in such a an important chapter and in, and that is like a silly example but that's the feeling and so I can recreate the feeling of 
being included in other ways in my life. And yeah, it might not be the truest antidote to that feeling, but it can be a soothing balm for feelings that we feel we're missing until we get them. Maybe I end up going to the Aeros tour. Maybe she announces that she's finally coming to Canada. Who knows? Um, another example of that would be, I'm going to like very basic examples of what I think a lot of people do fear missing out on. So please forgive me if you have a nuanced example, leave it in the comments down below. But I think this happens a lot too with feeling like you're missing out on love or missing out on relationships. I felt this so much before I found my person, before I found the relationship I'm in now. I can remember what it was like to lay in my bed and just ache for that feeling of connection, for that feeling of vulnerability and being seen by somebody, flaws and all, and just being like, I choose you, I love you. Let's create a journey together. Let's create a story. Let's start our adventure. and intertwine our lives together. I know that that feeling was like, I can still remember it. And so that feeling in itself, what you're really missing out on is not necessarily a relationship or a person, it's love, it's wanting love. And you can recreate love in other areas of your life and time will eventually pass till you find that love. It's gonna happen, 80 year old you already knows it. Another one is success, starting a business, you know, completing this giant, really cool goal. What you're really wanting from those feelings are success. And success is so subjective to all of us for what it really means. I, I think this is so interesting because I felt myself get swept up to ideas of success and idealizing this notion of success for goals that actually don't align with who I am at all. And I did this for a very, very long time. It took me a long time to figure out and slowly release and I'm still going through the process of letting go of things that I'm like, why am I holding on to this so tightly when I genuinely know it's not actually a part of who I am or something that could help me grow into the best version of myself. Like I highly value peaceful living. I highly value slower living. And yet there's still little parts of me that are holding on to hustle culture and thinking that I'll be a success if I do X, Y, and Z in my career field, you know? It can be such a difficult feeling to fear or to go through, but if I can instead sit with where am I already so successful in my life? like. I'm very successful as a mom. I'm very successful at making people feel seen and heard. I'm very successful at giving people advice. Like I'm very successful at writing. At least I enjoy writing. It doesn't matter if other people read it or like it or not, I enjoy it. And so that to me is a success. I'm having fun, I'm happy, I'm feeling peaceful. Those are feelings of success to me. So I can release a little bit of that hold each time I remind myself that on what that definition, that society sold definition of successes and redefine it for myself and also give it back to myself in the present moment. And here I said I was gonna go through my point form and not tangent off because the second thing is ask yourself, where's this feeling coming from? And a lot of the times it comes from inadequacy, a wound that hasn't been healed specifically or sometimes a childhood wound, assumptions, so just like again, filling in the blanks of assuming what you think other people are doing or feeling, or that it's actually something that you really, really want. So if you can source that, then you can drive that feeling into motivation. That's bringing your tunnel vision back to being able to see the abundance that sits in front of you and tunneling your focus into your own goals, your own aspirations, your own tools or sharpening your tools or again, building on your tools in the present day and in the present moment. Take some time, write out what's important to you. What do you value in life? You know, what Redefine these words, redefine what love means, what success means, what beauty means, what whatever it is that you feel like you're missing out on, redefine that feeling for yourself and also list ways that you already do feel these things in your life. Set 
achievable goals that you can start on today. Even if you have the biggest, dreamiest, loftiest goal, like whatever it is, the big thing that you want, still let yourself want it, but break it all the way down into achievable goals you can start on right here, right now, today. And then also surrounding yourself with people that are going to support you along the way, inspire you along the way, surrounding yourself with people that are willing to be vulnerable and show you behind the scenes of their own successes. And again, I would, you can look for this online. I do think it's out there. I just feel like the best places or perhaps the easiest places to get this from are our closest relationships because you might have a friend or know somebody that on the outside could seem like they have it all together or that they're perfect or even in your eyes you're like this person is amazing this person is perfect but the closer you are with people the more you get to see everybody's flaws because we all have them and we get to see other people's vulnerabilities we get to see what other people have struggled through to get to what they show the rest of the world and having those types of vulnerable and you know what's another word for it like deeper connections with people and doesn't need to be a lot of people, just a little handful of people, the people that are already in your life, your best friend, your partner, your, your parent, your sibling, your cousin, I don't know, your coworker, but having that sense of deep connection with those people that you can talk about those vulnerabilities and go through those struggles with reminds you that, again, it's happening for everybody. We all, it, it, like we're all human. So here's my final point on this feeling of missing out. And this is what initially led me to creating today's episode because it was a shower thought, if you will. If we were on Reddit, this would have been a shower thought. The only thing that the fear of missing out is causing you to miss out on is the moment that's actually right in front of you. And I probably worded that much better the day that I had that revelation, but it was just this idea that when we're sitting in that feeling of FOMO, our minds suddenly go into this clouded haze of other people, again, that projection or what we want or what we don't already have, and we are missing the dangling fruit. We get into that tunnel vision and we miss the moment right in front of us. So go into that mindset of what would 80 year old you want from this moment? Go back into that idea of, oh wait, I'm doing it again. FOMO is pulling me right away from what I have here now. Come back to this episode if you need to and just brew yourself up a coffee or go for a walk or a drive and listen to this as a refresher or a reminder of the moment that is still handed to you and will be right after you turn, turn this off and get to go on about the rest of your day. And doing so will let go of that anchor of FOMO. And the thing that does make us feel anchored into it, into FOMO, is feeling like we are, and, and please know that I say this softly, but that we're creating ourselves to be victims of our present moment. And... See, that's, I feel like that was strong verbiage, but I just, it, it's true though, but like we do, we do. We make ourselves victims to feeling like what we have now is somehow making us not enough, you know? And so you're not a victim of your current circumstances. If anything, if you can turn off the outside noise and turn off the tunnel vision, you'll actually realize that you've been gifted your current circumstances or your current moment. Um, even our current challenges that we're trying to overcome, eventually one day, 80 year old us, she already knows, they already know, how that worked into the character we became or grew, the character that we, yeah, what's the, the person we've become, the life that we lived, the story we can tell, and the character we built along the way. So that's my coffee talk about FOMO. <laughs> did I touch on all my notes today? I did. Just remember to focus on your goals, focus on what you've got, channel that emotion, whatever that emotion you feel like you're missing out on, pick out 
areas of your life it already is and then channel it into what you're focused on right here right now those digestible goals those bite-sized goals those moments that you're never going to get back those sensory experiences that you can have right now what you're seeing what you're hearing what you're smelling the clothes you're wearing the people that are in your life right now all of these things that older you would just cherish so much and you release yourself the freedom of not feeling like you're missing out on anything because again the only thing you're missing out on is this moment when you get sucked into FOMO. Let me know if you guys have any thoughts on the topic over here on YouTube. And if you're not on YouTube, know that you can also listen to this podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Outside of that, I am cheersing you the last half of my coffee cup. And I will talk to all of you guys in my next Coffee Talk podcast episode. Bye, everyone. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.